We are walking unguided but together as long-standing and new friends of the teachings articulated by Jiddu Krishnamurti, discovering meaning in perhaps the greatest book of all, the book of oneself. Through our Heart of Hearts podcast, we facilitate this by sharing first-hand observations and impressions of living in the world today. Join the conversation on our Facebook group, where we also share timeless pieces from Krishnaji's life work, around which we have earnest discussions about self-understanding and society, and see whether perhaps truth and beauty really abide in one's heart of hearts. In this sixth episode, we talk about whether it's possible to look at the past without the past. I would like to talk over today whether it is possible to look at the past without the past. It's quite incredible really if it's possible at all let's find out whether it's possible to look so freely first of all to look so freely not at something particular but whether it's possible to look completely totally freely what's implied here is for one to look totally freely means to look without experience at all to look for the very first time again if it's at all possible it may or may not be possible let's find out to look freely means to look without experience experience that one has collected for so many years whether in a particular domain or experience general experience regarding life as one grows older naturally one has experienced more situations more scenarios and apparently there is a recording of these situations a recording which seems to always be on play if one can say a recording that seems to be playing in the present uncontrollably 
compulsively playing back as if it were a, an actual digital recording or analog recording a recording which naturally is recorded in the past and an experience that happened in the past but apparently with most of us at least this recording of experience which happened in the past continues to play back compulsively in the present is it not the case one really feels that for most of us it is so if one looks at one's life basically at the simplest and smallest of things one will surely find this so that it is extremely rare for someone to meet the present afresh totally afresh genuinely without a single experience in mind it sounds very simple really but yet apparently it is a very difficult thing to do to meet the present with whatever the present may bring to meet it afresh with a blank slate with no experience whatsoever does not mean that experience is not there or that experience is not in memory it is of course it is still there but that experience is not playing back so to speak in the present is not playing back compulsively instinctively automatically in the present one really feels it is possible not only in krishnamurti's talks not only for krishnamurti obviously but something outside of the written word in reality in actuality it is possible and it seems that apparently it is of utmost importance to look afresh otherwise there is no living I wonder if one sees this. To look afresh means to look without experience coming into the present.
which means really without the past coming into the present because experience is memory is the past obviously and to look afresh today to meet the present today totally afresh means that there is a complete break with the past a total break with the past a total ending of the past of memory of idea of thought all that totally put aside without a single shadow in the present a single shadow of these things in ha happening in the present question it for yourself in your life in your daily life not today perhaps or today but more importantly as one is living question it see for yourself whether it's possible or if it's if such a thing beating the present afresh is something only to be read or listened to in Krishnamurti's talks never to be realized or perhaps to be realized with time next year maybe depending whether one is progressing in the teachings isn't that so for many of us at least or is looking afresh without thought something that is timeless not of time not timeless in the romantic sense but free of time not something timely not something to be achieved in time not something to progress to to acquire to learn learn in the sense acquire information slowly gradually as one reads more talks listens to more of Krishnamurti's talks, read more and more of Krishnamurti's books, attend more and more seminars, etc. So looking afresh has nothing to do with time. It's a timeless matter. It either happens now or it will never happen. It's very simple. It either happens right now or it will never ever happen. If one if one may bring an image into into, into the, the matter here, an image of but very carefully bringing it not to 
um, dwell in images or go off into some imaginary word, imaginary, which means, which comes from the word image. So not that, not that at all, not to go off into an imaginary world, but merely for fun to bring in a fun image, which is a boxing uh, arena. It sounds a little bit silly, perhaps, but it's okay, I guess. To look afresh without time, without meditation, without, sorry, without experience, is to be inside a boxing arena, a boxing match. You either win or you don't. It's not something to be achieved in time, really, to learn with time. But you have one shot at it. You either get it or you don't. Today, now. As if you are in a boxing match inside the arena. And you have to roll with the punches. Not that one uh, is interested in boxing or, or anything like that. Not at all, actually. But for fun, again, bringing that image of a boxing match, it's either one gets it right or one doesn't. You either knock it out or you don't. It's very simple. And the beauty, I suppose, if one does not knock it out, there are other matches, fortunately. Please don't take this as laziness or as something to or to postpone being serious this is of utmost urgency really i hope one sees this that it's of utmost urgency and importance to look afresh meet the present afresh without a shadow of experience so important and so dangerous if one does not do it. Because if one is not doing it, looking afresh, then really one continues in this, does one not, one continues in this life of misery, in this constant struggle and travail going on year after year with very little meaning in this life 
one hopes that one is not lazy about this but rather very very serious the beauty of not knocking it over or knocking it out while in the arena this matter is that one can have another chance at it can have another go at it which does not mean progress that is not progress I hope one can see the difference that to have another go at it to begin again at this matter to find out to question it to begin again is not progress does not imply progress please see this so the beauty of life is that we have time in fact we have plenty of time and I wonder if one sees this we have all the time in the world to totally transform not that time is needed to transform or to look afresh time is not needed at all in this matter and yet we have all the time in the world to get it right to knock this matter out as if one were in the boxing arena with it but sadly despite all the time in the world man continues to th this matter continues to to go unnoticed to go not knocked out and man continues to suffer year after year century after century this is the tragedy of time one fears so I hope one sees that time is not an issue here but one must really question it for oneself and see firsthand whether it is so whether time is really not an issue to live in meditation which is to look afresh because one feels to meditate is this is to look without the past to be totally attentive right now
And it seems that this is only possible, really, when all image is put aside, including the master image. If one can say this. Master image, of course, being oneself. Because I don't know if one has really noticed it in oneself, not merely in Krishnamurti's talks, that there is always an observer. There is always a center observing, a center experiencing, a center looking, from which one is comparing, analyzing, thinking, thinking that one is observing or thinking that there is observation and this center seems to be always in operation almost as if one has taken it for granted that never questioned whether it's possible to look without a center not that one should inquire into looking without a center that is very meaningless one feels but rather to question the center itself to doubt that the center inquire into the nature of it what is it not analyze it or go off into some psychoanalysis to figure out who one is or or one's identity figure out one's identity etc all that rubbish nonsense but rather question what is this center the nature of it the shape of it, the contours. One must inquire into that. Study it very carefully. Examine it. Not move away from it, if it's at all possible. One says this because the center is always moving, always thinking. And one is lost in that. But if one is able to, and one feels this is really possible, to examine the center and look at all its contours, the significance of the center, which is oneself, then only if one is really able to examine it, is really able to examine it as in be in this boxing arena with it, knock it out, totally get it instantly, not with time, then apparently 
this very looking into the center dissolves the center. Don't take my word for it. Don't take anybody's word for it. This may be a theory. This may be an image. Question it in your own journey. That is the only journey worth taking. If one is able to examine very, very carefully this center, understand it, see the significance of it in one's daily life, in one's actions, or, or so we say actions, but rather reactions, probably. If one is able to see how this center permeates everything, how it is one's self, how one is deceived by it, how one is living a fantastic world, fantasy, how one is living through an image, how one is an image. I wonder if we have seen this really, for ourselves, that one, oneself, is merely an image. Again, if one really sees this firsthand, not as spoken by another, because that is utterly irrelevant, utterly rubbish. But rather, if one can see for oneself that one is an image, oneself is merely an image, and from that one is living one's life, projecting infinite images in various forms and names, image of one's country, image of religion, image of God, image of everything really. If one sees this, then The center dissolves. And there is, and only then is there looking without a center. Looking without registration. Because the center apparently is the register, is the, is what registers is registration itself. Not what registers, but is registration. Registration meaning the word, naming, labeling 
one's experience, labeling what one sees, labeling what one feels. The word, putting a word to everything, seeing life through a word, word being image, is it not? An image of something. The word is really not the thing, never. The word is never the thing. Is it not? In the psychological realm, this is of utmost importance to notice fully, not intellectually, that the word is not the thing, but one feels really it is pointless to inquire into such statement. One should not take this statement or any statement as the beginning of inquiry, of an inquiry. That is not the starting point. For that is merely chasing an idea. But rather, if one really only examines, examines carefully, not something specific, but is able to examine carefully for oneself without moving away, and it seems very, very difficult, ladies and gentlemen, because apparently we are experts in moving away, experts in breaking attention, moving off into moving into something different all the time, never fully examining something psychologically. So if one is able only to examine fully it is inevitable to examine the center itself and only then if one is not moving away again is there a dissolving of the center with all its images? The ending of every single image that has been one's life. Which is death. Death as part of living, not something separate from it. In fact, death as living. 
We will go into it later on. So, only when there is an ending of the center, which is which means one has seen for oneself the significance of images which is oneself only when one has seen the significance of these images can there be an ending to them only in this seeing can the false end which is infinitely more important than chasing truth but it is only when one is fully examining not moving away can there be a seeing of the false of image and therefore an ending to it which is a perception in itself, which in itself is the perception of the word not being the thing, the thing described. I hope one can really see this again and not merely repeat, repeat this statement as mantra, which is really a waste of time. So, With the dissolving of the center, there is a looking at life, or there is a looking free from thought, free from center, free from the experiencer, which is experience, and therefore one is able to look afresh and look afresh at anything even at the past this is really extraordinary it's really something incredible to look at the past afresh for the first time Please listen to this. The past, which is, which includes everything one has experienced. Everything. The people one has met, the various situations one has been through, the ups and downs, the joys, miseries, the celebrations the sorrow the grief the moments of happiness the laughter the tears 
everything one has known is the past. Oneself is the past. And when, in the, when there is that freedom to look, what happens when there is the freedom to look and one is looking at the past? What happens? Please inquire into this. This is something really beautiful, really beyond words, cannot be described really. And also very, very important, not something far off or mysterious but something very very near if one is serious which doesn't mean which doesn't mean there is no fun or joy in this looking on the contrary, to be serious is to look with leisure, leisurely at something. Not look with concentration. That is not seriousness. Concentration is not seriousness. It's not leisure. Concentration is merely thought, dwelling, analyzing, looking at a, a point, focusing on a point, which, which is only an activity of thought as the center we'll not go into this now but one feels we have touched on this a little bit that to look with a center or a point or to look at a point or another center is merely is very futile So, if one is serious, then the freedom to look is something very, very near. And to be serious is to look leisurely, joyfully, to look with fun, without concentration but also without escape, without, without jumping off 
into one's usual ways, into one's beliefs, etc. It's very difficult, ladies and gentlemen, apparently, because apparently running off into into an idea or an image is something that happens very, very fast, for many of us at least. So, one hopes that there can be seriousness, leisure, when inquiring into, into this in one's life, because only then can there be this freedom to look and when there is this freedom to look what everyone is looking at is seen differently is seen really for the very first time and I wonder if one has ever seen something as the past for the very first time I wonder if one has seen one's past for the very first time. I wonder if one has seen oneself, or rather, if one has seen oneself not as a center, because now one is free of the center, but at this organism this mind I wonder if one has seen all of this for the very first time it's something really important one really feels To see the past for the very first time means to means that one has seen the totality of the past, not not seen the various parts or analyzed the past, but seen the totality, the significance of the past. In one's life, the significance of the past on the present and the future. When one has seen the significance of the observer, of image, of belief, of experience, of the past, there is an ending of the past. which means the past is no longer in the present, no longer modifying itself, modifying the present into some state, which means the future. So when there is an ending of the past, the past is no longer in the present, no longer modifying the present into a new state of becoming, which is the future. Only when one has seen the past, 
the significance of the past. Is it possible to look? Would it? Is it possible to look again at the past, at the various parts of the past? It doesn't matter really now, because one has seen the totality of the past. But one, one can see and look at the various parts afresh for the first time. This is really something quite different. And it's really everything, if one may add. This is everything. 